Good morning. It's good to be with you, TCF family. Uh, wow. Um, I am so grateful for God. He is incredible. Uh, I guess just a, because so that this can go on the recording for um, the website, I'll go ahead and refer to the nation that I've been in as the Abundant Garden, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, probably all of you know that I, I came to the States in March of this year to attend my brother Daniel's wedding, and it was like the perfect storm because about two days later is when all the borders started to close, and so I've been a prisoner in my own nation <laughs> for uh, the last months. Um, so yeah, I, and then as I realized, oh, this is becoming a much longer amount of time, then I moved down to YWAM Tyler, where I've been uh, just serving there while waiting for borders to open. And uh, so I, I came up to Tulsa on Friday this week, and I've just been so amazed by the fall weather. It's so refreshing and beautiful. Yesterday, I, just, I was going somewhere, and I just stopped, and I rolled down the window and was soaking in the beauty of the colors and the just the breeze and that specialness, that special feel of fall. Um, and it struck me that fall is a transition season. It's a transition from summer to winter, and it's a season of things dying. But God's so gracious in, in that season to give us things that are really beautiful and reassuring that, yes, things are dying, but it's so that life can come. As I... Um, Oh, okay, yes. So, as, as you all know, I come from a family of six kids, and I've been amazed that the more we've grown up, the more I've realized that we are very different people. <laughs> very different life experiences, different pursuits and things that we're interested in. And um, I realized that there's not a lot of things that all of us have experienced together. And so, two things that come to mind is we've all been a part of TCF. We've all fellowshiped here. And all of us, at one point or another, have either worked or volunteered at the Little Lighthouse. And the season that I was there, I was 18 years old, trying to figure out my life. And I remember just thinking, this is so good. I so love working here. I love what I'm doing, who I'm working with. Um, but I had this question. I'm like, God, I don't think you have a calling on my life to work with people with special needs. So why am I here? What's, what's the connection to being here, and um, I don't think I really expected him to respond. I didn't think he would say anything, <laughs> but he did. He said, Andrew, your life is like a puzzle, and it's not your job to see the picture that's on the box, but your job is to receive one puzzle piece at a time that I give to you and fully embrace that season, that puzzle piece. Um, maybe, you know, there'll be wonderful, joyful seasons and your job is to embrace them and jump in with both feet and walk closely with me. You'll have other seasons that are hard and difficult. You have the same job, to fully embrace them, to um, walk closely with me. And he said, you know, what's going to happen is at the end of your life, I'm going to show you the picture that was on the box that I've been creating and putting together. And he said, we're going to have so much fun because I'm going to get to reveal to you what I've been doing in those seasons along the way that, 
you haven't understood. And so as I was praying and asking God about this morning and saying, God, there's lots of things I could say, but do you have kind of a word of the Lord for us, a now season word? And I feel like he said yes, and I feel like he wants, the way he wants to communicate that is by me sharing one of the significant seasons, puzzle pieces in my life, mostly focusing on the beginning and the end. So I wonder if we could just pause and pray and position ourselves and say, God, if you have a word for us, we, we don't want it just to go in one ear and out the other. We're, we, we position ourselves to really be changed by what you might want to say. Yeah. God, we just link arms together as a TCF family. And say, we are hungry and thirsty for you. And we, we kind of take off the armor <laughs> that of just like getting through life, kind of survival. And we come to your feet and we say, Daddy, is there something that you want to plant in our hearts? Something that would radically change us so that in a year's time, people would not recognize us. They would say, who are those people? We trust you, Holy Spirit, to, to be doing that work this morning and, you know, bring it to completion. Amen. So this season started with a friend of mine coming to me and saying, Andrew, I was praying and I felt like God said to to come to you and ask you if you would be if you would pray about leading an outreach to the abundant garden and then possibly making it your home. And um, when they said that, my spirit just responded like, "Whoosh, Andrew, that's for you." And so that was significant. God was speaking to me. It was also significant because God was fulfilling a promise that He had spoken eight years before when I first joined YWAM. I was like, okay, God, get me out of Texas. Send me to the nations. And I'm sure God laughed and he said, Andrew, that's your plan. But my plan is for you to be in Texas longer than than you think. But he said, "Um, when it's time, I will make it abundantly clear to you. Now's the season to go and here's the place. So I, I don't know about you, but God doesn't speak to me so strongly every day like whoosh. Do this, do that. So I was like, oh, wow, this is God being so clear and directing me. Um, and as I thought about, you know, moving to, more, uh, to the Abundant Garden, I, I was just processing th- some things, you know. The Christian influence in that nation is very short, like a very short history of Christians being there. And in that, there's not a history of people responding to the gospel. And um, my assumption has been that God, he was going to launch me to a nation and then I was going to be there the rest of my life. That's, that's the model I grew up, the, the parishes and the Norcoms and others. Like, you just go and you're there. And so I was just kind of like, okay, God, this could be a very long obedience. Um, I, I need a clear word from you. I need an anchor that I can hold on to. And what I sensed God say was, um, Andrew, I'm inviting you to the desert 
so that you can know me like you've never known me before. I just want to say that again. Andrew, I'm inviting you to the desert so that you can know me like you've never known me before. And maybe that makes you think of the season that you're in currently. You, you might be in a desert season, a difficult, hard place. Um, and so that's kind of how this season has started. And I mentioned this last year when I was sharing here. Um, I, I've really been haunted by that because the, these years I haven't felt like, okay, I can look back and honestly say my, my relationship with God has really been deepened. Um, and so... But I feel like God's been giving me some clarity as I came back in March for Daniel's wedding. There, uh, you know, I found out, okay, I'm going to be stuck here. But I was really grateful. I felt like God said, Andrew, uh, this is not an accident that you're here. I've actually engineered for you to be here at this time. And so that was really encouraging to me. I was like, okay, God has something for me to engage with. It's not just redemption strategy. It's God's plan. And God has been very gracious during the spring and summer to be doing a deep work in my heart. Um, And I think he's helping me understand better what that invitation was about when he said, I'm inviting you to the desert so that you can know me like you've never known me before. So I'm going to give you the amplified version of what I feel like God was was saying. But before I do that, quickly... um, You know, in English, when we're talking about someone who's an alcoholic and them escaping that life and becoming sober, we we say uh, things like they need to get to the end of their rope or they have to hit rock bottom. And those are two things that I I think have been really helpful for me um, as I've understood what God's been doing in my life. So the abridged, I mean, sorry, the amplified version Um, of what God was saying to me five years ago was, Andrew, it's so clear that you are committed to me. There's no doubt that you are going to live your life for me. But you are so entrenched in defining your life by what you do for God. It's like you, you got this little revelation of God And then you said, okay, I'm going to build a huge mansion on this tiny brick. And he said, Andrew, you're you're so busy doing for me that you've actually missed me. You, You don't know me. And he said, you're so entrenched that I need to take you to a very, very difficult place so that you can get to the end of your rope. So that you can hit rock bottom. Have I got a place for you? <laughs> so, so this spring, as I've been processing with God and realizing, whew, 
I, I, yes, God, I want to hit rock bottom. I have hit rock bottom. I'm not going to move forward. It's, it's better for me to sit on my hands and do nothing than to do things for God without him. So I said, well, God, how do I move forward? It's like this has been engraved in my heart. I can't unengrave it, you know. What's, what's the way forward? And he reminded me of a, a vision that he gave me toward the first year of the time that I was in the Abundant Garden. Um, he's like, I've already told you. But you haven't hit rock bottom yet. Um, and so I'll, sh- I'll share that vision with you. I saw this picture of this huge canyon, just a desert canyon, no life in it, no animals, no vegetation. Um, and up on the cliff of that uh, canyon was a person, and he had a mug in his hand. Every morning that mug was filled with pure, clean water. And every morning he would pour all of that water out into the canyon. And this would happen day after day, week after week, even years. Um, and I, I just knew that the canyon represented the abundant garden in all of its spiritual, relational, everything deadness. And the, the person represented the workers and the believers in the abundant garden. And there was this real sense from God of delight and care saying, I sense your love for me. You are giving everything for me. Everything I give to you, you are pouring out for what I care about. I see your love. I see your sacrifice. And it gives me delight. But at the same time, God was greatly grieved because he knows that we can do that same thing for a million years and never bring life to the valley. And so, in this vision, God called the person away from the edge, away from doing, and he said, do you see the wall of the canyon? There's these great big doors, these gates in the side of the canyon. And on the other side of those gates is a vast ocean of water. More than enough water to bring life to the whole valley. And he said, I have a key. And I want to teach you how to use that key to unlock the gates. And as God God was reminding me of this vision, I just so saw myself in that person on the cliff pouring out with the sense of, "I, I need to do for God. God's waiting for me to accomplish and bring his kingdom. Compared to God saying, No, your role is to release the provision that I already have. And so the vision was, you know, started to fade. um, But uncharacteristic of me, I was like, hey, wait, what's the key? What's this thing that you need to teach us to do? And God, yeah, God just said one word. And I'm going to read a verse and you'll all know what verse, what, what word he said. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit. 
Because without me, you can do nothing. So I, I was facing a choice. Okay, either I continue to do, I know how to do, with good motive and little fruit, or I can enter into this foreign land of abiding. And God said he will bring great fruit. So I was like, well, God, you certainly will have to teach me how to abide because I don't know how to abide. I, I can easily walk in the flesh. I can walk in confidence in myself and do things for you. But the moment I sit down and turn off the music and stop reading books about you, stop reading the Bible, this monster rises up. I need to be doing something. I need to be accomplishing something. I need to show God. Not that I need to show him, but I want to show him how much I love him. And so I began to just go and be with God. And it was rather frustrating. And I, like a biblical character, I began complaining. And I I said, um, God, this isn't working. I know you said it works, but it's not. (laughs) I'm waiting on you. I'm just being with you, but I'm not sensing your presence. You're not speaking anything to me. Nothing's changing. And God said, I know. I know. It's supposed to be that way. Because because the work that the Holy Spirit wants to do is like the caterpillar going into the little cocoon and rearranging the insides. And if, if it was about hearing and feeling things, then you wouldn't stay in the process. But he said, I'm inviting you to just be with me. So I'm, I'm really grateful because I feel like God's given me four pictures to help me understand what right relationship with him is like. Um, and so I will try to briefly share those with you. And you can imagine that there's an art gallery up here with um, four framed pictures. I thought about drawing them for you, but I figured your imagination would do a better job. So the first one is God has said, Andrew, in the place of you doing things for me, I want you to picture, and you guys can do this for yourselves, picture yourself as a baby. A baby that's absolutely helpless, totally dependent in the arms of Father God. And I was like, yeah, God, that's, that's what I was when I became a Christian. But now we've, you know, I've moved on. I've grown up from that. And he said, like, no. <laughs> that's the original design. That's where we're supposed to be all of our lives. And he said, 
Andrew, it's not a burden for me to be your father. I desire that you would delight in being dependent on me. And then the second, so that's, that's the first picture. The second picture um, is actually something that I really love. I really like waterfalls, and I've had a few opportunities to sit under them. And I felt like God said right relationship with him is like sitting under a waterfall. There's plenty, and it just keeps coming. I don't know if any of you have been in a situation where you're supposed to take military showers, but that's where you use as little water as possible. And I felt like God said, Andrew, you've been living military showers, but I want you to sit under the waterfall. It doesn't change whether things are hard or easy, but it's the way that we can walk with him. It's his inheritance for us in this season. We don't have to wait for heaven. The third picture, um, you know, we all, we all know that John said God is love. Before that, he said something that really surprised me when I noticed it. It says God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And I felt like God said, Andrew, picture yourself. You're in this dark place, and there's a door, and you open it, and shining out is this brilliant light. And he said, step into my throne room where, where you are in my light. There's no pretending. There's no hiding. He said, get used to being known for who you are in my presence. Like, don't come to me. Woo, this is the best part. But come, be known for who you are. And then the third one uh, yeah, when we, when we look at Revelations, we see, a, I think, a hint. Remember the, the puzzle, the, the puzzle in the box where God's giving one piece at a time to us, these seasons, these puzzle pieces? I, f- I felt like God said, Andrew, you, you are imagining that the picture on that puzzle box is a life of you serving me. But I felt like he said, of course, each, each box will look unique and different, but really that picture is the picture of Jesus the groom and us the bride of Christ. Because that's what the Bible says. Jesus is preparing a bride that's pure and spotless for himself. And I've, I've felt like God's been saying, Andrew, you, you so want to honor me by bringing fruit to me, by bringing the nations but your job is actually to be my bride. And that's when you're going to be transformed and the nations are going to come to your door and say, I want what you have. So, I I feel that God would invite us as a TCF family to show us where are we as individuals, corporately. Are we trying to do for God? Or are we entering into His provision for us as Father, as Waterfall, 
as light and as the groom. Yeah. Maybe we can just be still for a few moments and welcome the Holy Spirit to speak what he would want to say to your heart. God, thank you that you are inviting us to know you like we've never known you before. No matter how much we know you now, you're saying, do you want more? Are you satisfied? And we want to say yes. Teach us, God, how to abide in you. Amen. I mentioned earlier that I, I felt like God said he wanted me to share from a season in my life, from a puzzle piece, um, and so I've, I've shared about how it began and shared how it's, it's ending. This whole time that I've been in the States, I've been assuming and anticipating returning to the Abundant Garden, but in, in the month of October, I've really sensed God strongly saying that my season there has come to an end, which, yeah, is a big change, a big transition. Um, and I, if any of you want to know, I would gladly share like how God's been speaking and how he's been doing that. But, um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, so I, yeah, I don't have time today, but we can do, definitely do that one-on-one. And, um, yeah, so, so what I do know is I've felt like God said that the time in the Abundant Garden has finished and I'm to be at YWAM Tyler campus until he would direct me anywhere else. Um, uh, yeah. And so the, the plan is for me to go in December to the Abundant Garden, kind of wrap things up there, really try to honor the relationships that he's given me and end well. Uh, and then the school that kind of launched me to the Abundant Garden, it's called School of Strategic Missions, and that's going to run in February um, down at the Tyler campus, and I felt like he's really given me peace to, to staff that school. Um, that's really as, as far as I know in the future. Um, but... Um, yeah, I know that this is a new season that he's inviting me to fully embrace, to jump in with both feet and to walk closely with him. And I, I just really want to express my gratitude to you as a TCF body. I'm so grateful how you have walked with me in many seasons, <laughs> the, the eight years before I was in the Abundant Garden, the last five years. And um, I'm just very grateful. I feel that, that we have gone together, and uh, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, so as we enter this season or continue the seasons that, that God has us in, he, he says, do you want to know me more? 
do you want? Will you enter in? And that's his heart for us. Amen.